0: Hey there, folks. We're back on Fantasy Football Fiend talking week nine football. But first, let's talk a little bit about week eight. <clears throat> no real shockers in the NFL uh, this last week. Um, you know, n- nothing really stood out to me as far as um, big upsets or anything like that. Um, but I'll just hop into a few games. Uh, I'll start with um, the. Packers and the Chiefs we all knew uh, that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were were an elite squad are an elite squad Uh, had Mahomes been playing it may have been a different outcome Um, but you saw a a great offensive showing from the Packers um, and, and they played well and won the game uh, they are a very elite squad in the NFC and um, might come out of the NFC. I also really like the Saints this year out of the NFC. Um, what else happened? Uh, the Eagles game was kind of an upset. I did pick the Eagles in my Pick'em League uh, this week because they always just win these weird games. And I'm just not exactly sold on the Bills this year. They're 5-2, and two, but I'm not... I'm not sold. I'm not... I don't know. I don't put a lot of stock in those five wins, I guess. They just haven't showed me everything that I think a legitimate playoff team uh, shows normally. What else? Oh, the Chargers uh, beating the Bears was kind of, was kind of shocking. Um, I think that the Bears had a lot of opportunities. Uh, they missed two field goals in that game and lost by a point. Um, Mitch Trubisky had a a fumble and an interception in that game. Just nothing real real impressive from the Bears, offensively at least. Um, Obviously, the Bears have one of the better defenses in the league, but um, just not an impressive game overall, and the Chargers just barely squeaked it out. It's kind of not that much fun of a game to watch. It was just kind of sad watching it. Um, and, I, and then I'm sure everyone saw after uh, that the Chargers fired their offensive coordinator. Um, so goodbye, Ken Wisenhunt. Uh, I don't know what that means for, for the Chargers fantasy players. I don't know if that means you should go out and, and start every, every Charger that you have on your team. But, I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to go start Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen. But that's mostly because I don't really have another choice. By the way folks, if if you have multiple players from the same offense, if you have two wide receivers from the same offense or a tight end and a wide receiver from the same offense, it's usually a bad idea. Again, I'm only starting those two because I have to due to due to buys, but it's usually not a good idea to split up targets between between multiple wide receivers or tight ends because you're you're just hurting yourself with the number of targets possible ideally Hunter Henry will have five catches for 100 yards and a touchdown and Keenan Allen will have seven catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns that would be best case scenario is that going to happen I don't know Ken Wisenhunt's out and now who knows what the Chargers offense will look like they have weapons they've got great players a quarterback who is legit I think uh, plenty of wide receivers to go around a good tight end, um, a solid run game there with Eckler. Uh, I don't see why not with the chargers offense. So what's been going on? Uh, maybe Ken Wisenhunt was the problem. I don't know. I guess we'll see this week. Um, I, I, a, a press conference stood out to me uh, this week for the first time in a long time. I usually don't buy in too much to press conferences, but it was, uh, it was something that Joe Flacco said after their loss to the Colts. Um, and, you know, I, I like Joe Flacco. I think... I think that he's a good guy. I don't think that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league necessarily, but I do like him. He has a Super Bowl ring, so I respect him. And what he said after that press conference was, we're a 2-6 and six football team. He went on to say, what do we have to lose? Why can't we just be aggressive in some some of these situations? And I agree with him. What do you have to lose? You're 2-6. and six. It's like, go out there and be aggressive. Go out there and go for it on fourth down. Uh, you know, let's let's not forget that he has that Super Bowl ring. The Broncos offensive coordinator does not have a Super Bowl ring. So, why not listen to this guy? He says go for it. Let's let's believe him at least once or twice during the during the course of a game. Some people make the argument that Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl because he had a legendary defense. Well, I don't buy into that. I just I I don't buy into it because here's why. The offense in that Super Bowl beat San Francisco by three points. That offense put up 34 points in that game. Joe Flacco threw for three touchdowns and 287 yards. So you can shut your mouth if you think that the only reason they won was because of their defense. They gave up 31 points. How, how, is that a, how, is, how can you say that Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl because of his defense when they gave up 31 points? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. So I sympathize with you, Joe. I think I understand your frustration. It's hard being, being in an offense that is dysfunctional and, and won't sack up from time to time and, and make these risky plays, especially especially when you're two and six and have nothing to lose. So I'm sorry, Joe. That's, that's unfortunate for, for you and that situation there in Denver. Um, I you know I could just I could just go on about the Chicago situation and Eddie Pinero. I could just go on about why can't Chicago kick a field goal and win a game? Why can't they do it? Why can't they put these these little these little pieces together to win football games? It's happened to them time and time again, and it makes sense why why uh, Bears fans boo them in their own stadium. it's it's sad to see. It's sad to see. But let's move on to some more positive things, folks. Um, Let's move on to our top scorers from last week. And the first one is going to shock you. Daniel Jones with 28.2 points at the quarterback position, scored more points than any other quarterback this week. Folks, I'm still not convinced that he's an elite NFL quarterback. I'm just not. I'm not there yet. He hasn't played well that well all year. And he played against the 26th ranked defense last week against quarterbacks. So it really, it's, it's a good performance, but, but is it something we should take with a grain of salt because of the type of defense he played against? Yes. This week, he plays against a, a tough Dallas defense. I think they're fourth in the NFL against, against quarterbacks this season. I would not pick him up and start him. That would not be my advice uh, this week. Running backs, uh, look at Aaron Jones go, folks. Talk about a dual threat guy. When you catch seven receptions for 159 yards and score two touchdowns through the air, you're going to make your quarterback look pretty damn good. And you're also taking over a game when you have 159 yards catching as a running back. That's phenomenal. And let's not forget, Aaron Jones is 5'10", 207. He is a bowling ball out of the backfield good luck tackling that man good luck another running back I'd like to talk about is Tevin Coleman hello 37.8 points from Tevin I miss you Tevin I miss you on the Falcon squad and I also miss you Kyle Kyle Shanahan is easily the best offensive coordinator in the game and one of the best offensive minds in football he loves playing with Tevin Coleman. He loves Tevin Coleman out of the backfield. Four total touchdowns for Tevin Coleman. That guy, that guy can play, ladies and gentlemen. That guy can play. Wide receivers this week, Mike Evans. He, <laughs> Mike Evans told Chris Godwin, take a seat, buddy. I'm the, I'm the boss around here. I'm the boss around here. Caught eleven of his twelve targets this week and uh, went for went for almost two hundred yards and two touchdowns. He's a big, physical wide receiver. He is a specimen and can play football. Yes, he had that goose egg of a zero a couple weeks ago, but he's back and and the man can play. Cooper Cup had a great week this week with thirty five points. He, you know, this guy, this guy's got a special place in my heart coming, coming out of Eastern Washington. You know, that underdog story he's playing, he played college for an FCS school. You gotta love it. And, and he's done, he's done wonders for Sean McVay. Um, he had 221 yards this week, uh, and averaged 31 yards per catch. That is phenomenal. Uh, and It's too bad he's on bye this week, um, and stay tuned for, for possible pickups and starts that might replace Cooper there. This week, uh, one of the tight ends I want to talk about, he wasn't the, the league's leading tight end in fantasy points. That would have been Ryan Griffin. But Ryan Griffin is rostered in like 1% of leagues and guarantee nobody actually started him. he It was kind of a fluke um, playing there for the Jets. But I want to talk about a man that I told you guys to pick up a long time ago. I told you to pick him up two, maybe three weeks ago. His name's Darren Fells, and he plays for Houston. The man, the man caught, I think two touchdowns this week, and uh, he he went off. And I, I told you, I told you to pick him up. And so, if you've got no better option uh, there at tight end, he could definitely produce uh, major for for your for your fantasy team this week at flex. I'd like to talk about Latavius Murray. I talked a lot about him last week. Week 8, he had 36.7 points. Real solid. Again, stepped up into into Kamara's shoes and produced. And it definitely helped him that his buddy, Drew Brees, was back in the system this week. Defense, uh, boring, boring subject. We're talking about the Patriots again. 20 points for them. I mean, you guys played Cleveland, so, I mean, kudos to you, I guess. Like... Baker did as one would expect. He lived up to his shitty expectations and threw a pick just like in every other game this season. I mean, yeah, the Patriots, phenomenal defense, phenomenal. But when you play these these type of caliber teams, what else can you really expect? At kicker, Dan Bailey scored 16 points. And here's the funny thing, had more fantasy points than my fantasy quarterback last week, uh, Kirk Cousins. Wow, Kirk Cousins screwed me with 11 points. Dan Bailey had 16, kicked four field goals uh, on the day for the Vikings, and, and th- that team just continues to roll. Um, and it is a close race uh, for the NFC Wild wildcard because, um, you know, the Vikings have a, uh, a, a tough team to beat uh, for their division lead in the Packers. And the Seahawks also have a tough team to beat in the 49ers for the division lead there. So the NFC is just a just a brawl to see who's going to make the playoffs this year. Going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to give my honorable mention to Stefan Diggs because I started him. Uh, he had just over 19 points uh, and uh, played played well for played well for there for the Vikings. Pickups this week. I'll start by talking about a guy named Chris Thompson. He's available in 65% of leagues and he's a great catching back out of uh, out of the backfield. So he's a solid option in PPR leagues. Coach said he's supposed to play this week. He wouldn't be a bad pickup. Um, I think averages just over 10 points. Solid pickup there uh, out of a Washington running back. Danny Amendola, I mean, I told you guys. I told you guys already about this guy. I told you to pick him up weeks ago, and he's played well. He's available in 80% of ESPN leagues, and he's seen more targets in his last three games than in his first three games of the season. So why not add him to your team? Um, when he plays these iffy secondaries, he's definitely a start. Devontae Parker, another pickup you could you could make this week. Uh, he he shocked me i mean he, he with with only being rostered in 15% of leagues you would think that with four games in a row having double digits that he'd be rostered in a lot more leagues but i guess people are sleeping on him because he plays for miami so devonte parker if he's available in your league go ahead and pick him up uh, and in you know that's another guy that is is going to be close to or or over 10 points um if you know you're missing cooper cup this week Another good, uh, another good pickup if you're looking for a kicker, you, your kicker's on by, uh, is Tennessee's kicker, Cody Parkey. Um, he plays Carolina this week, who hasn't been great against kickers, and Cody Parkey had a solid week last week, so why not? Start them, sit them. Start with the starters. Um, I would start Emmanuel Sanders this week. I told you last week that his his production would increase uh, once he got traded uh, over to San Francisco. And what did he do? He went and got the end zone zone for only the third time this year. So start Emmanuel Sanders this week. Josh Jacobs, another guy that I would definitely start this week, plays the worst team against running backs uh, this season and could get into the end zone maybe multiple times this week, uh, I'd definitely start Josh Jacobs. John Brown, another guy who, you know, if you're looking for a guy to step up and play the wide wide receiver position for someone who's either on by or injured, plays Washington, who's allowing the highest completion rate in the NFL to wide receivers, wouldn't be a bad start this week. I think he goes for close to 15. Sit him this week. I'm going to my my big bold statement for this week is going to be sit Mark Ingram. He plays New England who has not given up one touchdown, not one rushing touchdown to any running back all year. Sit Mark Ingram this week. He's kind of been up and down this year. Definitely, I would say sit Mark Ingram. Another running back you're going to want to sit is going to be Marlon Mack. He plays a good Pittsburgh defense and has been very up and down this season. I don't believe that he will have a great game. Kenyon Drake. Now, I know your mouth is watering because he just got into Bruce Arians' offense. He just got into Arizona where just got traded over to Arizona where, you know, these these running backs have been performing well. They've been scoring a lot of fantasy points. So, why not throw him in there? Well, I'll tell you why not. He's playing San Francisco, so sit him for sure. Don't start Kenyon Drake this week. All right, uh, time to talk about everybody's favorite segment, I Was Wrong. Uh, Corey Davis, I will start with it. I I started him in my league, and he had two points. Total bust, totally thought he would get more targets, and he was barely looked to. Tannehill barely looked his way, and it was it was a sad week. Um, so don't start Corey Davis this week either. There's another sit-em for you. I said that I said to sit, Keenan and Jarvis. This is kind of an I was wrong moment, but not really. They both had, they both were in double digit, d- double digits, excuse me. It, but they were in on the lower half of the double digits, so. Sorry for that one if you started some if you started someone over them who who didn't do as well. Um oh, and the last one, this is a this is a bad one, folks. This is a really really bad one. My cousin and I uh, we were looking at his roster and we decided together that we would have him start DD Westbrook on his fantasy team. <laughs> and DD had a whopping zero points, and that was real ugly obviously for my cousin's team. Um Gardner threw the ball 34 times and threw for three touchdowns, but only targeted D.D. Westbrook one time, and that's what happens. You know, in in fantasy football, you you get guys injured during the game, and and it ruins your season. It it's ruined my season for sure. Um, and and injuries are are the ultimate equalizer in in fantasy football. Um, you've got to pay attention to. Uh, the type of league that you play in. If it's PPR, you should be valuing wide receivers a lot more than you value uh, than you value running backs. But if you're not in a PPR league, then you need to be valuing your running backs a lot higher because they're going to yield you more points throughout the season. So pay attention to what type of league you're playing in um, and, and who you need to score the most amount of points in order to be successful. That's my two cents for the week, folks. Uh, Thanks for joining me and I will see you guys next week.